Do you ever find yourself being so hard on yourself, pushing your mind and your body beyond the limits of what you know is the right place for you? And maybe your body starts to break down and you start to get sick because you're just pushing too hard. If you've ever had that experience, then today's episode is for you. This is All the Damn Things, the podcast committed to helping women achieve your dreams even after going through deeply challenging experiences. My name is Bevan Farrand, the founder of the Take the Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do the Damn Thing method. Yes, I say damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments not minutes, and now is the time. I created this framework to support women in going after your big, bold dreams, even after navigating things like fertility issues, losing someone you love, divorce, health issues, all of those things that make us stop and go, damn, that was hard. It's changed my life, and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. One of my favorite books of all time is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you've never read it, it breaks down four agreements that we can make with ourselves to drastically improve the quality of our life and our interaction with the world in the day-to-day. Those agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Now, all four of these are incredible, but the one that I want to focus on today is the always do your best. That sounds like it's push yourself harder, do as much as you possibly can, go for it every single day. But that's not the case. Let me read what it means. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. When I'm talking about always doing your best, I will say always do your best and no more. There are going to be days some of you want to go out and run a marathon and you have the ability to do that. But then there are other days where you're not feeling great and you need to curl up in bed under the covers and give your body rest. If you were to go run that marathon on the day when you're sick, you're more likely to get injured. You're more likely to be sidelined for days or weeks because you've pushed yourself too hard. There are days where I'm doing a lot for my business. I'm speaking at events. I'm recording podcasts. I'm working on my book. And then there are days when all I want to do is sit on the couch, cuddled up with my kiddos, and eat popcorn. And both of those days are incredibly valid. That is the issue I really want us to acknowledge. When we hear this hustle culture where people should be going hard, working 80 hours a week to achieve your dreams, then it seems like those days where we are cuddled on the couch or under the covers are worse than the days where we seem really busy. But the truth is they're not better or worse because we're doing the best we can. We are honoring our body, our mental capacity, our energy. We're honoring all of these things. We have to have those days where we've taken our foot off the gas in order to operate at our best the other days. When we are always doing our best and no more, then we are honoring where we are at. We are acknowledging what we have the capacity for and we're doing that. 
And on the days when we have more energy, we have more time, we have more space, we do our best on those days too. It would be just as frustrating on the days when you have the desire and the energy to go out and run that marathon if you forced yourself to stay on the couch. We are always doing the best that we can and no more. Now, if you're anything like me, after you've gone through something deeply challenging, you may also have had some conversations with people around taking life by the horns, filling every single minute, never saying no to things. If you've never listened to the podcast before, my husband passed away unexpectedly just six days after my 40th birthday. And I had several conversations with people where they said, oh, you must really dive into every single moment and take every opportunity as it comes your way. And that felt really aggressive to me and couldn't be further from the truth. I don't think I need to do all of the things just because I lost my husband. In fact, sometimes it makes me slow down more. It makes me enjoy and appreciate a lazy day at home with my kiddos where we have a jam a day and build a fort and just eat popcorn and watch movies. I don't feel like I have to force things into my life at all times because I know that the unexpected could happen at any moment. What I find more accurate is that I get really clear on what it is that I want in life and I'm more willing to say no to the things that don't fit. Because I do know that this is our one big, bold, wonderful life. And we get to decide how we want to live it. We get to decide our dreams and that they are personal and we are going after it. So rather than trying to cram a bunch of activities into our life, instead, I would encourage you to slow down, get really clear on your yes, what it is that you want to bring to life, what is inspiring to you and go after that, doing your best and be willing to say no to the things that aren't in support of that so that you have the time and the space to give your best to your big, bold, wonderful life. And if you are feeling stuck and if you are feeling like, I don't know how to get started, that's when you pair it with micro-actions. So a micro-action is the smallest possible action that you will actually take. And sometimes our best is just one teeny, tiny micro-action. After losing Mark, sometimes my best was just pushing the covers back. It wasn't even getting out of bed. It was just starting with, let me push the covers back. Let me swing my feet over to the edge of the bed. Let me stand up. And that allowed me to build the momentum to actually get out of bed and maybe take a shower, maybe get right back into bed. That was the best that I had at that time. So to pair always doing your best with your yes, so that you know that you're moving in the right direction and micro actions so that you can get started and build the momentum, you are going to find yourself getting so much further toward the life that you want to be leading and enjoying it so much more along the way. So if you find yourself being hard on yourself, pushing yourself too hard, I want you to remember this. Always do your best and no more. Sometimes that's going to look like getting a lot done around your house and being super productive on a project. And sometimes that's going to look like a nice, 
leisurely day with some girlfriends having brunch or a day where you take two naps. And all of those things are wonderful. As long as you know you are always doing your best, honoring your energy, honoring where you are, always doing your best and no more. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you here next week. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go, damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farron or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on all the damn things.